Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And like, whatever, like, tether me up, leash me up. Zach Sang Show. Yes. Hello, beautiful human. Zach Sang Show is coming to you live right here on this beautiful Monday. Another weekend behind you. A fresh week ahead. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Cameron? You know, I'm hanging loose. I'm hanging in. Mm. Dan, are you doing the same? Yeah, and I just thought it was Tuesday until you said Monday, so that's kind of sad. Oh. It's weird. It's not Thursday? No. Son of a bitch. It's Monday. And if you lived on the West Coast, you survived a hurricane this weekend. Yeah, high five for us. Proud of you. Seriously, you did good. You made it through. So many once in a generation things happening. Yeah, what's next? I mean, there was there was a hurricane, then there was an earthquake. I may have like lost my virginity over the weekend. Just once in a generation things. May have. <laughs> once in a generation mm. moments. I don't know about you guys, but I wrote it out with two bottles of wine yesterday. Proud of you, Cameron. Delightful. Mm. I wrote it out with a person who came over my house on a Tinder date on Thursday and hasn't left since. You're good at that. You're <laughs> good a at- Tinder date Thursday and hasn't left since. Yeah, they're still there right now. Uh, we can we can change that. It's been a lot of fun, though. I don't want to change it. We can call somebody over there, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Hey, it's the uh, termite guy. You got to leave. <laughs> There's an infestation. Got to spray your room. We got to really get them out. We got to air them out. Gas them out. <laughs> We're going to gas this guy out of my house. Does this person have a place to live or no? <laughs> yeah, they do. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, we talked to Zach about like finding a less chaotic situation. I feel like we were ignored. <laughs> I've been on a quest for love for quite some time, dating a lot of different people. And I don't want to talk fully about it today because we have a lot on the agenda. Like Gail's going to be here. Gail. Hey. Gail. Yes. Hey. Gail. Come on, Hi, Jet. Gail. Clap away. Yeah. Jet. Joey knows who Jet is. Uh, I'm going to introduce you to her. Oh, well, to- is that right? Okay. She's totally different than the other person who's been our sh- on our show named Jordan. Totally different person. Wow. Uh, also on the show today, Gail. Gail. Hey, you- that's... Gail's here twice. Two different Gales are going to be here. Shit. Wow. Wait, no, on the show, Ava Max. Ava Two Gales, Max. one show. Ava Max, Gail, and Gail. All right. Woo. Okay, we got Gail times two. We got Ava Max. And then Callie's going to be hey. here. Yeah, all right. That's four. I think we have a fifth. Are you ready? It's Gail, everybody. All right. <laughs> the triplets, all named Gail. <laughs> the Gail triplets. I love it. Uh. I love it. You know, it's crazy. Sometimes, you know, when you work with somebody and you get to know them over time, you don't know them fully. The other night I got to see and hear and experience a whole other side 
to our producer, Jordan. Mm -hmm. Jet. Including <laughs> realizing that she goes by a totally different name that nobody nobody here has been aware of. That name? Is... The famous Jet Jackson? Yeah, so right? I'm confused. How'd you get the nickname Jet? Um, well, there are my initials. Uh, yes. Zach, you didn't check up on that? No. Did you really not? <laughs> no. Okay. I had no idea. Clearly not aware enough. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> so did you tell people to call you Jet or did like somebody just do it? So my first job out of college, um, I was working for a woman whose name happened to be Jordan. Yeah. And it was a small company and obviously she was the boss. So I no longer got to be Jordan. Mm. <laughs> And I went through she, that once. She originally tried to call me JT. Like she tried to introduce me to everyone as JT. And I was like, let me shut that down right now. And it's like, you can call me Jet. And then it stuck. That's sick. I like it. I so, so you introduce like yourself as Jet. Yeah. I mean, it's. I played sports <laughs> as a child. <laughs> Just waiting for it. <laughs> and um, that was always my nickname. So. Okay. Yeah. You got to understand something. We're on this red carpet the other day for this variety power review thing. Mm -hmm. And there's like a bunch of famous influencers coming by. Yeah. And they all start like looking at our general general direction and screaming jet. And I'm like, is a jet coming? Is an airliner crashing? No, no, no. They're trying to communicate with producer Jordan because not only like you, you may have been the coolest person on the red carpet. Honestly, I, I'm not joking. I think that's probably true. Yeah, you have the best fans. It, it is crazy. Like, uh, Bretman Rock comes over, fawning over you. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Teffy, is that her name? Teffy, Jesus. Yeah. See how connected wow. I am. Okay. Comes over and fawns, and they just start calling you by this they name did. that I, I had no idea. I had no idea what it was. Didn't Dylan come over to you and pretended like she knew you, and you're like, I've never met her in my life. Yes, she told me <laughs> that she loves me and adores me, and that it was so good to see me again. And I was like, you too, even though I've never met you. <laughs> That's the only thing you can do in those situations. You just have yeah. to go, It's. Uh, I agree, it's great to see yeah, you I'm again. Like, loved seeing you. <laughs> <laughs> Flips up the hand heart. Yeah. Oh, by the way, how's your sister? <laughs> <laughs> it was really wild to see this whole other side of Jordan that, like, obviously we're getting to know. It's good to know that we're... Uh, we're in the midst, in the presence of a, a great young Hollywood connector. I wish I had a fun <laughs> nickname when I played sports like Chet. What, what was yours? Idiot. Don't let him play. Yeah. Bench. I was dumbass. It was Bench. Loser. <laughs> I had one. It was what was yours? Sideline. Blizzard. Blizzard? Yeah. No, you what did, did it? I was no. the coldest guy on the field. Oh, what sport is this? Dan's lying. Soccer. He's basketball. lying. He's okay. lying. He field he, hockey he's or something. He's been trying to create this nickname for him for years. Blizzard. Isn't that sick? That's a good name. It's just not real. Did you ever sport, Zach? Yeah, younger, yeah. I tried to play baseball, but I was afraid getting up to back because I was afraid they were going to hit me with it the ball. It is scary. Yeah, it's very scary. So I wouldn't go. I made a whole scene every time. I was a baseball umpire in Little Leagues, and my God, I got hit with so many in the face. So well, at least I get it. You had the padding. I didn't have it. You know, even pads. with the padding, it was horrifying. Yeah, that's terrifying. So I'd go up there and I'd like dodge it and I'd be afraid and you yeah. know, I'd cry. Um, tried. Tried playing volleyball. Okay. I was the only guy on the girls' volleyball team in middle school. Why don't you find the guys' volleyball team? There was no two teams, and it was really a co-ed league, but only in my school was it only girls playing. I think we should normalize men's volleyball. I agree. It's a great sport, and some of the greatest athletes of all time have played volleyball. I always wanted to play it, but there was no Wait, team. hold on. Name them, Zach. I mean, they're up there. <laughs> <laughs> the, some of the greatest men's so the greatest. athletes yes. of all time yes. played volleyball. No, Please name two. Well, no, I, like, it takes great athletic ability and prowess to be a volleyball player of that caliber. 
Yeah, I mean, you I know think what I'm saying? It, you could say that about any professional sport. <laughs> That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah, and you know all the volleyball players, don't yeah. you? Yeah, of course. Jordan. Wilfredo Leon. And Toby. Yeah. There's definitely a Toby in there. You got Osmani Jiratorian. Yeah. How about Seth? Yeah. He's like, Seth is great. Yeah. Is there a Seth? Sergey. Sergey. I think there's a Jet <laughs> in there. Uh, but did yeah. I play sports? Yeah, I attempted a little bit of everything, and, I, and none of it stuck. Do you ever do like an adult league of any sort? No, try that's to get Anybody try to rope you into something? I've been thinking like really about playing pickleball again because I played in high school and I was really good at it. I would. We should do that together. It's actually good for your health. I was invited to do kickball a few years ago. Oh, uh, that's fun. And that was the worst experience of my life. Really? Why? Because everybody took it so goddamn seriously. Okay. Mm. A couple years ago, Dan I played would. in an adult league, a uh, softball league and yeah. a basketball league. And I was like, I'm just going to be, f this is just going to yeah. be fun. They took it so seriously for a Sunday morning. Yeah. I'm like, guys. This is, let's not, let's not do this. Yeah. What do you mean by serious? Are they picking fights over keeping school? I'll or what give you an doing? example. So I was on a team with people I worked with for a while and it was, we were in the middle of a game and I went up to bat, AKA kick, cause it's kickball. Thanks. And <laughs> I kicked it to the third baseman and I got out and they were so fucking mad at me, my own team. Uh. Like you screw, we could have had it. You kicked it, you screwed up. <laughs> And I just looked at him and I was like, I'm done. After this game, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And then the rest of the game, I purposely screwed things up just to <laughs> F with them. Cool. Because it's like, what are we doing? Yeah. This isn't televised. <laughs> you jackass. Yeah, they want to win a trophy that bad. Oh, even a so trophy up for grabs? There was, yeah, there was a trophy. There was always a trophy. It's a paper trophy. Oh, sick. It's a certificate. <laughs> like, it's just not that serious, guys. <laughs> Oh, people are crazy, dude. People are crazy. Indeed. Well, it's an honor to be in your ears today. The phone lines over the amp app are totally open. The chat room is too. Again, count them down. Eva Max going to be here. Gail going to be here. Callie going to be here. And you are going to be here too. Tell your friends that we're doing it live and doing it well on this beautiful Monday. Making sure you end your day right. Just a phone call or a chat away, okay? Okay. Funny thing about the real radio is that they use fake phone calls. <laughs> Oops, did we say that? Zach Sank Show. I came in today to the studio and I announced to everyone that I think I have a boyfriend. Oh. And Dan's immediate response was, no, you don't. Is that what I said? Well, that's, yes. that was your response when he said he had a girlfriend. So it <laughs> yeah, actually. Like it's reciprocal. True. You're right, Cameron. You know what I mean? So right. right. Yeah. You get a little taste of your own medicine. Yeah. Yeah. How's the taste? Uh, I don't want you. Yeah, that was a yeah, wrong question to ask. Yeah, wrong question. Come on. <laughs> you know, you know better than that. Dude. Honestly, depends on the, you know, depends on the time of day. Um, so I'm just confused. Why, why, why don't you believe? Uh, no, I mean, it's not that I don't believe. I just feel like it's like a, uh, a little lust action. You know what I mean? That's such a funny word. Like you said, you said <laughs> lust. Yeah, I'm like lusting. you said, you met this individual on Thursday, and they're already your boyfriend. It's been thirty six hours. I don't know if it happens that fast. Also, the, sometimes it does though. I think, um, I think that I think I have a yeah. boyfriend. That's yeah. that's also the well, question mark on the whole thing. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm taking it slow. That's good. Apparently, you're not. No, I'm not. you're not no. taking it slow. I mean, it's complete opposite of what you're doing. You're taking it fast and loose, baby. Yeah, Ew, fast and loose. Whoa. Caution, slippery when wet, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. That's funny. Yeah. Well, they came over Thursday for a 
date. We we met on Tinder, mm-hmm. and then you know they haven't really left since. You seem to have a problem with people lingering. I love whether it. it's people you like to linger or not. Yeah, this is somebody I like to linger. I have a well, feeling that like can I be honest? No, <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> yes, of course. Kev, I think people like come. And they're like, they hang around me, and I'm good energy, and I have a really good snack drawer, and I have cool dogs. Complimenting yourself. And then they're like, how do I just hang around and stay? And Don't it happens. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, look me dead in the eyes for a few seconds. No, people do just want to hang around. But do like you they, like once it? they're around it, they're like, how do, I ha- how, how, do I, how, how do I stay here? Do you like it, or do you feel like you need more alone time? No. And I don't you're th- afraid to ask for it. No, I definitely don't think I need alone time. Well, I think eventually I may. I mean, again, it's only been since Thursday. So. And today is Monday. So what is that? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's been three days. It's been 72 hours. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we were at your house on Friday. I don't remember a snack drawer, do you? I have a good one. What are you talking about? I, don't I, don't, I didn't see. I th- you hit I, me. I whipped out the pretzels that you love. I didn't realize those were from a magical snack drawer. No, that's from the snack cabinet. I built drawers and cabinets. Those are so good, those pretzels. Chips and cookies are kept in cabinets. Candies are kept in drawers. Mm. I have a, I mean, Kelsey, you can speak on the snack drawer. It's huge. Yeah, I do often steal snacks. It's massive. And I keep it stocked with all the latest and greatest. <laughs> I guess I did have a birthday cake Oreo or two. I got good stuff. Man. Yeah, I, I did not touch those because that is a dangerous road. It was crazy how I <laughs> brought a, a sandwich, which was I thought was normal, and everybody's like, oh, my God, you didn't bring them all for everyone? Yeah, Dan, came, like, he, Dan comes to the house on Friday to get some work done, <laughs> go live on AMP, and he comes with this giant, magnificent, majestic-looking sandwich, and Kelsey's there, Cameron's there, this new person that I'm... You know, kind of with was there. Yeah, he was there, but he was asleep during the sandwich portion of the day. Yeah. <laughs> no, he came out mid sandwich. Oh, that's right. He yeah. did come out mid. Really I remember you spit it out. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Who's here? <laughs> you did a spit take. <laughs> yeah. Mozzarella was flying out of your mouth. Well, everybody was left hanging without a sandwich, and we had the, the luxury and the blessing to watch you eat yours. Yeah, I think the right thing to do there, Dan, would have been to split that six-inch sub amongst <laughs> all of us. It wasn't like buy six of them. It was give no. everybody an inch. Yeah. Yes. I deserve my inch. You understand? Listen. You know, give me socialism. <laughs> give me equality. Carve it up. You know what's funny about this visual is, that, like, when Dan came in with the sandwich. I just kind of figured that, that like, in, in your glove compartment, there's just sandwiches, <laughs> and then like, well, you know why you there wouldn't one. be that? Because I don't keep food in my car. If there's any, if there's ever food in my car, it goes in the trunk. Really? Yeah. He doesn't want his car to smell. So your sandwich, okay. you kept that in the trunk. Yeah, I bought it five minutes from your house. It's crazy that I put a sandwich in your trunk for five minutes. Wait, so you, so you go, you get a little, you get a single sandwich. <laughs> in a single, <laughs> so it's one sandwich kept in one bag, and you won't just put that on the the, the driver, the passenger seat. You put that one sandwich in the trunk. <laughs> yes, that's kind of funny. Why is there why is there a lone sandwich? Well, my backpack was in the trunk too, and I had to get my backpack out later, so I just. Got them both out is the trunk. Is the sandwich in something in the trunk or just laying in the back of the trunk? Just fresh bread right on the <laughs> ground. No, it was it was wrapped up in it a wrapping. It's own single sub bag. Right, from that's Paris what I mean. Is there, is there like a box in your trunk you put stuff in or is it just, just rolling this, around back there? It's not, it's not a ball. 
It's a round sandwich. You guys think it's this crazy I put sandwiches in my trunk. I, just think, I think it's weird that you wouldn't just like put the one single sandwich you think it's crazy like on the floor next to you in your back seat, in your passenger seat. Like there's so many other open spaces that I would just result in a very easy <laughs> fluid exit entrance. The whole thing yeah, but then would make it easier for then you. Then that would cause my car to potentially smell like sandwich. See, I don't want that. That's so, a, but you're telling me the sandwich you're consuming, <laughs> that cold sub is smelly? It might. I don't know. When I listen, when I get Taco Bell, that goes in the trunk. When I get whatever it is, it goes in the trunk until I get home or to my destination. <laughs> Can we also talk about you really keep thing? that rule? How you really thought it was, you guys thought it was crazy that I didn't bring one for everyone? Yeah, that's I, insane. I wasn't no, you know, that camp. no, it would have been really nice would have been like a text and been like, hey, guys, I'm at Paris Baguette down the street. Like, would anyone else like a sandwich? Because you know what I would have done and been like, yeah, I would love that. My treat. Free sandwiches for everyone. So what you ended up doing by being short-sighted and selfish <laughs> oh, was you costed your, you cost yourself a free sandwich. Oh, and man. by the way, you know what it made really <laughs> Damn, a lot more dude. sense? I fucked up. Huh? You, you know what it made more sense? Tell Five me. fucking subs in your trunk. Not a single sub. I messed up. I got you know what? God damn. Yeah. I could have got myself a free sandwich. Yeah, Be careful what you say next because you look like the moron here. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. Do better next time. Okay? Damn. All right. I'll remember that for next time I come there with one well, single sandwich in my trunk. No, don't come with one single fucking sandwich. You come with six of them in your trunk or none. Well, like the next time you're coming over and you're meeting us and you're going to pick up your own sandwich to bring over to, to us to eat in front of us, you know, just think like, hey. I wonder what they're doing. No. Like, like, maybe you know what like, I'm going to do now? Uh, Every time I go to Zach's, I'm going to pick up a sandwich platter. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Is that what you're asking for? Even if it's just the two of us. Because it's not a, this wasn't a party at your house. No, no. All, if, if Cameron came brother, in that day eating a bagel, I would have been, been like, you know what, Cameron, that's messed up. You should have brought six bagels. Yeah. I would have been like, that's smart of him. He brought a bagel. He's hungry. You know what I'm asking for? I'm asking <laughs> for thought. I'm asking for consideration. Yeah, I thought about it and I was hungry, so I got myself some food. Okay, so while you were feeding yourself, you could have been like, oh, maybe I'll, I'll ask them if they want anything because no. I'm about to take this sandwich Sorry. and eat it in front of them. That's not how it works. You ate it in front of us. Order your own damn food. No, you. No, okay. Okay, so no, then let me, let me flip that, that rule on you. Okay, you eat the food elsewhere. Go yeah. to your car you and eat it. You go back and you eat it in the trunk. Fine. I'll, you know what? I'll eat it out of my trunk because there are a lot of construction workers next door and they always eat out the trunk. So I'll hang out with them next time. Yeah, and I'll go, hey, that's a nice sandwich. And I'm like, Where'd you get it from? Yeah. The deli? We need it. We're on the job. <laughs> hey. You know? Yeah. Damn Don't tell nails. me at a good time, guys. I'll hang out in the back of a truck with a bag of chips and my Sammy. You be good at Talking shop with the boys. <laughs> God forbid it smells up your car, though. <laughs> While you dorks are inside, I don't know what you're doing, but yeah, you're not eating sandwiches. You're sitting in your trunk going, hey, is that a load-bearing wall? <laughs> <laughs> Studs. Hammers. <laughs> People, the power is with you. It is with us. Zach Sang Show. There was a hurricane over the weekend. Uh, West Coast, not sure if you heard of it. Los Angeles, first time in like 100-something years. And then there's also an earthquake, whatever. I am such a moron. I get all this stuff on Friday in, or, or Saturday in preparation for this Sunday storm. Like what? Oh, I got stuff like uh, croissants, <laughs> um, four pounds of fake chicken nuggets, like chickenless chicken nuggets. I uh, got some grapes. Um, what else I get? Uh, I got some candies. Um, got some ice cream. Oh, you know, I got these these fish, these custard fish that you can put in the air fryer. Those are so good. They're really they're like cakey. They're amazing. Mm. They're Japanese. Highly recommend. We got them in London. Very good. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't get any Storm Essentials, but I unload the car 
And like an idiot, I guess I forgot to close my trunk. So it wasn't until <laughs> it wasn't until I came out to my car this morning to leave and go to work that I realized I that my trunk was open. Kelsey, get on the microphone. What are you about to say? You left your okay. trunk open? I left my this trunk is, open. This is a really fun fact. So I, when I was at this event for the World's Cup at two o'clock in the morning the night before, mm -hmm. my friend was like, oh, did your boss charge his Tesla? Because you're talking about how I go to work with you. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, I'm going to check. So I checked. Both your Teslas were really low. <laughs> and your trunk was open. Have you ever heard of Wait, a douchier and statement so than that? <laughs> <laughs> Both of your Teslas were low. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I'm sweating and I got to go. Wait, so then I see that you're... Zach, I saw that your trunk was open, but it was like 3 a.m. So I was like, I'm going to close it for him. So I went and closed it and it just opened back up. So, and so I thought I was like, oh, my God, he's in his trunk. I just closed it no, on no, him no. and I hang left on. it be. No, so what happened was I guess the trunk was open and then something through the storm covered up where it would close. So it wouldn't fully close. I so, have so thank many you questions. for attempting to close the trunk. I healthy. have so many questions. Number one. Did you go across town to close his trunk? No, you could do it over the app. Oh, thank Jesus. <laughs> but I was so confused. Like, I didn't get any notifications about my open trunk. Yeah, that so, kind of seems like a design flaw. I feel like you should have some sort of alert pushed well, to your phone. I mean, Hurricane Hillary ended up all in her. Hurricane Hillary did did her oh. job. So, there, you're, it did, not only was your trunk open, it was full of water. Oh, brother. I mean, that's what happens when your trunk is open throughout an entire fucking hurricane. <laughs> Yes, yes, if you can. Yes, yes, yes. Zach. So, yes, but my trunk was open for maybe 30 hours plus. <laughs> and, and it hurricane through the entire thing. You're an idiot. Dan, have you ever met somebody that ruined a, a new car quicker? And by the way, I haven't met somebody that ruined everything that quickly. <laughs> he just ruined everything that came in contact with you. Was ruined. Dan, I, you know, for a long time, my parents always said, like, I have this habit of just breaking and destroying things. Like, mm -hmm. I would touch things and figure out really quickly within seconds how to break it. And yeah, yeah, living up to it. I, but I didn't do this intentionally. Why does this always happen? Oh! <laughs> Why does this always seem to happen to you? I, I, it's a good question, Cameron. I think I just have a lack of attention to detail around certain things. And, uh, you know, daily life stuff is definitely it. He says in the middle of a sentence as he grabs his phone. Wait, sorry, no, I'm dealing with somebody, you know, I'm letting somebody borrow my car. You in a boat now? <laughs> is it an emergency? Yes. No, they need to turn the car on. They couldn't get it on, move, and they're holding up traffic. They're in the middle of the street and the car's not on. <laughs> no, they're okay. They're in line for something and they, it, I don't know. It's a whole, th whatever. Anyway, my car was flooded from the hurricane. That's my story. <laughs> I was off of it. And you know who paid the price? My poor, poor vehicle. Is it like hell wet? You think it's molding in there now? Yeah, I'm kind of worried about it. Because I, it's you need to have a guy come and do it. What, what, what is the guy going to do? Like Take all the moisture out. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Va vacuum her up. Otherwise, bad things will happen to you. Do you think I should have, like, covered up my, my outdoor cushions? No, those are meant to be rained on. Okay, got it. Very scary. You know, the Mother Nature. She comes she comes at you from all different directions. Anyway, that was my hurricane experience. Anybody else? 
<laughs> I'm a mess, dude. I am a certified mess. Who'd you uh, hunker down with for the storm, Dan? I was in my apartment. And went to sat there and went to sleep. <laughs> you were alone the whole time, Zach. It was a day. It start <laughs> actually. It started at like what eleven. <laughs> did you have? I fell asleep uh, at eight thirty. Did you have preparations there? Nope. I, there's not. I just sat there. <laughs> Got it. I thought it was gonna be a little more exciting than that. I thought maybe you'd hunker down with your girlfriend or something. No, there's a reason I didn't speak. I have nothing to share. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got out of my house and it rained. <laughs> understood. 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 I did edit an interview though while I was sitting there because oh, I actually sad. did. I lost power for four hours. Oh, you did? Yeah, because it was drizzling. So you know that makes sense. Yeah. So your house basically exploded. Yeah. So I lost power. Edited an interview and then the internet, uh, internet came back on and I watched the baseball game. Six. Oh, you see exactly. You're so bored. You're looking at your phone. Well, no. <laughs> you got a problem with that phone? No, I'm trying to find a song to play. Um, I'm gonna listen to Leve. Who I introduced to uh, this person I have a crush on. I thought it was your boyfriend. Maybe. Maybe they're my boyfriend. Maybe we're on our, our way to that. I thought we were already... See, we're backtracking. We're back <laughs> Dan, I'm just, now. you know, I have a fear of committing and locking down. We can talk but about have, some relationships. But you don't have a fear of letting people move in your houses. <laughs> That's a pretty big Let's commitment. Let's just say more than one trunk was flooded over the weekend. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. The Zach Sang Show podcast today keeps the doctor away. I do feel a little dirty every time I um, introduce somebody new to Leve. Why is that? Because somebody I dated for a hot sec introduced me to Leve. Hmm. And every time I introduce somebody new to Leve, I think about that person. Sharing is caring. It's lots of fun. You got to do it with everyone. And I do feel joy sharing music, like, like new music with somebody. Especially yeah. when they're fucking great. That music can like really penetrate and change their life. Like Leve. I stopped suggesting things to people. Why, <laughs> Cameron? Because they never watch or listen to things I suggest. That's smart. So ah, I'm just going to ah. not do it anymore. <laughs> there's less, nothing worse. No, you got to sit them down and force them to watch or listen. Well, there's nothing worse. Well, that's the, that's the key, apparently. But there's nothing worse than sitting down with somebody and going, hey, yeah, you should check out this show. And they go, okay. <laughs> and then they never do. <laughs> you so check like, back in mind. with them in a couple weeks. Never mind. And then actually a couple times this has happened. You suggest it. They're like, oh, no, I didn't I didn't check it out yet. And then a month later they'll go, you have to watch this show. Oh, the one I told you about? <laughs> you, got a, you got a bunch of good friends. Cameron actually has suggested a couple of TV shows to me. And I'm just like, I'm not going to watch it. That's, yeah, I know. It's I, nice that you I, try. I, I know that. I know that going in with you. Oh, you know so that's I mean? fine. Yeah. If you if you make a suggestion knowing they're not going to watch it, it's fine. But when you yeah. think they're going to watch it, right? Gotcha. In that case, he's just making small talk. You know, you would really like those shows. <laughs> There's not a single show I would like. I just don't like it. Like the idea of a show. What do you mean you don't like the idea of a show? I don't want to sit there and watch something. He's on one, by the way. He works. For one. But you do watch. This is not. This is not a scripted show. I don't want to watch scripted. Sh Crap. Okay, so no, Scripted. we're breaking it down here. We're breaking so, it down Because you here. watch stuff on YouTube all the time, right? Yeah, I love a good YouTube video. What do you like on YouTube? Um, last night I watched a 23-minute video of this guy who takes old skateboard decks and he turns them into, like, furniture. That's boring. That's cool. What are you That's talking about? You tried to buy one of these on Craigslist like five <laughs> seconds ago. <laughs> he says. That's yeah, boring. That's boring. I need just 23 minutes dedicated to a skateboard deck collection. Art. I forget that there's a channel... There's this guy, like, he just builds canoes. Oh, watch see, that I watched a guy build a boat once. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's fascinating. <laughs> and the best part about these, a lot of these videos is, like, they're almost like ASMR. They don't talk that much. 
It's mostly just the, right. the, the, it's just like the sander. And that's the what you want. You don't want to talk that See, much. Yeah, I don't want to listen to anything. Maybe that's why I like them. I don't like dialogue. There's also a really good one. <laughs> too much for you to understand. Yeah. <laughs> um, too much to follow. Too much. Yeah. When I have to follow dialogue, I'm out. You like the picture books of visual content. Oh. Yeah, actually, it's, it's a good way to put it. I have a good one for you. Mm. It's called Living Big in a Tiny House. It's this Australian guy. Who goes each episode is a different tiny house. Oh wow. And sometimes nice. it's a bus, sometimes it's a cute tree house. It's interesting. I watched this guy who like goes in the woods <laughs> with just like a couple tools and he builds the sickest houses out of just That's what's in so nature. Cool. Wow. What's he, the name of that one? God, you should like I'm gonna find out. Link me, would you? You guys yeah. talk about this on your podcast. What straight white boring people no, we have enjoy. A name. Yeah, it's called Grumpy Old Men. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> pretty cool. What do you watch on YouTube? Yeah, tell us what you watch. What do you do to Dude, I, I watch a lot of crazy shit. Tell I, me. I'm that guy who goes to Reddit and I go public freak out and I get the latest of what's going on. I take a temperature check of the nation. That's a cool story. You should podcast about it. I think it's too much. It's to be too gruesome. You know what I watched a few times over the weekend? <laughs> what? That pilot taking an axe and hacking at the uh the parking uh the parking gate divider. What's that? You know when you go to a parking gate that that thing comes down and yeah. it blocks you from entering yeah, right in my car and I almost got an axe out and chopped everybody apart. Yeah, there's, there's this pilot, <laughs> this pilot out of Colorado took he I guess he came to work with an axe. So then when he was leaving work, he could take the axe out of his car and hack at the gate divider, mm, smart. So, so he can get rid of it for the people. I see, that's a good right. man right there. I would watch that. Yeah, I watched that over the weekend. Um, what else did I watch over the weekend? Gilmore Girls. Oh, you know, I've been trying to get up to date on some UK TikTok drama with Alphaba and Chelsea Lee Art. Our friend Alphaba. Uh, not friend. <laughs> do no, not. Do uh, we don't claim Alphaba. I met her once. No, I didn't, you didn't meet her. You, do you even say anything to Alphaba? No, I was in the I same didn't. room though. <laughs> okay, see, okay. Somebody you, said that 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 girl plays Alphaba on TikTok, and I said, "Cool." Yeah. By the way, you're talking about your friend, our friend, who's actually like super famous on TikTok. Her name's Izzy, but she's not in any of this drama. Well, she she should be in it. I'm keeping in the. She doesn't need. It. She's too she's too famous. Doofus. Is it actual drama or is it all like fabric? The stuff? cops are involved. Oh, in this really? Si Wait, what happened? And I'm now not fully in the, the loop on it. I'm not totally abreast of the situation, but it's Chelsea Liart versus Alphaba. One second they're friends, the next second somebody's transphobic and calling the police. Damn. It's a lot. All I know is that there's this crazy, somewhat trashy blonde lady stomping around London saying, I'm famous, I'm famous, don't you know who I am? <laughs> famous, so you name me, million people watch me, famous, famous. <laughs> I'm on TikTok, I'm off card don't work, blah, blah, blah. Pretty good, right? That's, that's what, pretty good. That's Alphaba? Nah, this oh. is Chelsea Liart. I, I'm not going to lie, I haven't really heard Alphaba speak much. I'm assuming it's something like that, though. No. Well, a lot of drama. So I'm watching you know that. What? Bring it up on your podcast. Yeah. It's called Hip and Connected. All famous, that, you know it? Is that what it's called? Yeah. All famous, don't you know? Oh, go ahead. Well, I'm going to give it one star. <laughs> one star. Oof, I'll write nah. a review. Did not meet expectations. <laughs> Story of my life. But I, I did subscribe to BetterHelp. <laughs> Afterwards, so. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast mm. drove me to seek mental health treatment. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> story of my life i don't meet anyone's expectations and i will if you hang out with me long enough drive you to a therapist so <laughs> damn that's a good review actually i like it that's accurate zach's still looking for love <laughs> and he's looked in a lot of places so at zach sang show on all social media platforms if interested but don't be creepy okay
I have a lot of relationship drama uh, in my life, but not mine. It's my sister's. I'm kind of just like, oh, really? strapped in and along for the ride. What's also, happening? She has a new boyfriend. She has a new boyfriend. He's amazing. Wow. That's good. Her ex-husband is crazy. Who she has a kid Oh, with. I didn't realize she was married before. Oh, totally, Cameron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought she just had a child with yeah, someone. No, nah, no. Nah, they were married for insurance purposes, and I guess what they thought was love, um, you know, but you know, he, had, he cheated on her a bunch. That's terrible. Yeah. So what's the drama now? That sounds like the new boyfriend's great. Well, new boyfriend's amazing. It's just the ex-husband's figuring out himself, you know? Oh, good. He's learning about himself. Figuring about that. Uh, you know, just learning about his body and what he loves and his preferences and how he's choosing to live. And so you're saying her ex, her her ex-husband is is uh, help me help me with it. You got it. Gay, gay. <laughs> He's figuring it out. He's that would be cool. You and your sister could have a kid with the same dad. What? <laughs> what the fuck? How does that work? I don't know. Ask you're telling scientists. me you're you're telling me that I'm gonna. Okay, so now that my sister's ex husband could allegedly maybe be queer. He's going to end up with me, and then we're going to have a kid, and then it's going to be the same as my nephew? Mm-hmm. Dan, that's ridiculous. Life's things, you know? I did see this morning <laughs> on TikTok, though, that scientists have figured out how they can make DNA out of pretty much, uh, uh, make babies out of anything. Like, they can mean? just swab your DNA and create sperm and or egg. What? So gay couples will be able to have babies that look like both of them. Oh, I thought you crazy. meant like they could actually take like a pistachio and make a kid with it when you say literally anything. No, they well, they can oh. like literally <laughs> swab your inner cheek and then make a sperm and egg. I don't think, it, now look, emotionally Sick. this is great, but practically speaking, I don't think we need to find more ways to create more human beings. No, but I think mm -hmm. it's very cool, but there's a lot of, there's gonna be a lot of safeguards in place because one of the risks could be like you go and you meet Beyonce in a meet and greet. Oh and God. And you swab her DNA. Uh, you now have the ability to create that, a Beyonce baby. That is freaky. Yeah. Right, so they lit the NPR brought it up in the news story. This is safeguards that they're actively trying to figure out now. Who would I you make a baby with if you could do that? Oh, Who would you swab? You know, there's so many. <laughs> Harry just, Styles. Uh, I'd probably go Obama. Oh, Obama? Man, yeah, me and Obama would make a nice kid. <laughs> Zach and I Harry think Styles. so. I could see that. Imagine yeah. that kid. B really big ears. <laughs> Dumbo, baby. I don't know who I would choose. You know, because I think so narrow-mindedly about that question normally. And now, <laughs> the world is open. All I have to right. do is touch somebody? What? Yeah. <laughs> Make a baby just like that? That is that is crazy, though, to think about. It is remarkable. Imagine, it, like, in 100 years from now, all this stuff, like, which one of these developments are going to be, like, everyday things? You know what I mean? All, all of this is going to be technology that we're going to come face-to-face -face with forever. Because it's going to be a part of our normal existence and life and how we live and what we have just access to. Here's Think about question. it. Like when you go to the doctor, they're going to be offering the latest and greatest. They're not going to be giving you the outdated stuff. Here's a question. If you could yes. clone yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm listening. Why would you do that? Why would you want to do that? I, I, no. It's up to you. I don't want to clone myself, but I do think this is really special that I can make a baby with somebody I care about. Because I'm going to be very honest too. A, a, a thing that you come to terms with as like a gay man. Mm -hmm. And I've had this conversation with the person I was dating last time. We talked about having kids. One of the issues is like, there is this like a thing mentally of loving, loving a baby that yes, you raised from the beginning, but it's, it doesn't look like you and it's not yours. And if anything, it looks like somebody that you could grow to resent. And mm, wow, it was a really big fear for this person. 
mean, like crazy that like, and we had the conversation more than once. Yeah, but that can also happen if you have a, like a straight couple has a baby, you can represent that person too. Yeah, but at the end of the day, a straight couple having a baby, you can at, like you have the the chance of seeing yourself in that 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 kid. Do mm-hmm. so you get what I'm saying? Like it's parts of both parties, but you get a chance to see both of you. Whereas with a gay couple, you're only seeing one side, and that one thing is, you know, whether it's that defining feature, it's their eyes, it's their hair, it's their whatever. It's going to come through. Yeah, that makes sense. And their big fear was like, they literally said like, if we broke up, I don't think I'd be able to love the baby the same way. Swear to God. I mean, that's brutal, but I understand it. I, it was one of the hardest conversations to have with somebody that I loved at the time. I don't know if I, no, I would, that's like saying, oh, if we split up, I wouldn't like this dog anymore. Like now it's still like the dog. But that's more of the situation if you have adopted. Yeah, but if you share DNA with the dog, then that's what Zach is calling it, which yeah. I think we all can agree is messed up if you had dog DNA. <laughs> you gotta get the call of a doctor. Can they swap dog DNA in, that, in this little yeah, thing? You, I don't think so. Would you ever adopt, Zach? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, my, one of my good friends. There, a couple's adopting now, and they're process, and they're in the process. I've heard that's it's very crazy hard. hard. Yeah, it's hard, but you know, expensive. Very expensive, very hard, but definitely the right thing to do as there's so many babies that need homes and are deserving of great homes. And there's a lot of great parents out there that want to give great homes. Um, but yeah, let's see where science goes. Let's see where it rides, baby. Let's do it. Let's ride. Let's ride. Giddy up, right? Yes, yeah. giddy, get on that horse. <laughs> What's, where's the horse? You said giddy up. I don't know. Mm. Well, I, <laughs> it's a weird day. Well, I like it. I like it. I'm leading into it now. Yeah. All right. Just do really quick. What do you think of the Britney Spears stuff? What's going on with Britney Spears? Oh, I don't know. She's uh, divorced from her husband, and they're both accusing each other of being cheaters, and she's out all this weekend, like, flirting and hitting on new guys. She threw a party. Yeah. She did? Like a divorce party. And I didn't know that her husband, ex-husband now, got the ring that he gave her for free. Mm-hmm. And he wants it back, you cheap fuck. What? <laughs> How do you get it for free? You didn't even pay for I mean, it. Look, you things, got a brand deal, you freak. Things are not going his way. He's looking for anything he can sell. Clearly, and apparently yeah. he gets no money in this prenup. Good. That's nuts. Well, and that's why him, him and his lawyers are trying to get it thrown out. Yeah, because where is he going to work? He's that's not his life is not going to be good for this guy. How are you going to get a prenup thrown out? Yeah, you can't. I mean, I don't. It's no, that's it defeats a prenup. He's going to try like hell, but I don't think it's going to happen. The whole the whole situation's weird. Both of them seem unbalanced which is maybe why they matched for a stretch yeah. it's pretty crazy they probably shouldn't have gotten married in the first place yeah well think about it like this okay. just like you watch qvc or home shopping network you see something on tv you like it you want it you buy it that's exactly how britney spears got sam ashkari or whatever ashim whatever his real name is he was in the work from home music video by fifth harmony mm-hmm. britney spears saw it had a common manager and was like i want him and got him she bought him. Okay, like on QV fucking C. Eh? That's the truth here. So, whatever this is, it's not really giving legitimate. It's, it's actually giving really sad. And it, it hurts me for her and it hurts me for him, to be honest. Like, this guy definitely, like, sacrificed because if he walks away with absolutely nothing, he's tainted forever. Who the fuck is he going to, like, what, what is he going to do? Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, who's going to yeah, hire but, this guy? Yeah. Not my problem, but like, who is? You tell me. 
I don't, know. I don't know if they ask for his dating history when he's looking for a job. Like you give him a quick gook, you find out that he's the guy who broke Britney Spears. You know, I feel like this is one of those guys that people aren't going to cast him because they're like, oh, this is the dude that was with Britney Spears. Yeah. They used him Thanks. or used her or whatever. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. He's got a bad. Yeah. Don't look good. Don't look good. R.I.P. No, he's still here. Oh, he's still okay. Alive. I saw, I, okay, I get it now. Yeah, he's still present. <laughs> He's copy career, that. He's career though. The key to a good show is lowering your expectations for us. Lower, lower. That's about right. Zach Sang Show. Hello, beautiful human. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, Eva Max is gonna be in, not in the studio. She's calling in. All right, Ava Max. Yeah, she's gonna be calling in tonight. Very excited. We're doing a little Barbie listening parody. A even Max Gail's gonna be here too. Sweet, yes. sweet, very cool, Woo-hoo. very nice. Love it. You know who's gonna be here too? Who? Kaylee's gonna be here. Hey. Callie's gonna Callie. be here. Hey, God, I say things wrong all the time. It's bad, but Callie's gonna be here. All calling in. We're playing the records from the Barbie soundtrack. I have not seen the Barbie movie. You gotta get on it. No, maybe I can get everyone to like describe the movie to me without spoiling it. Okay, it's about a doll. No, okay, don't. don't that's oh. not a question for you, Cam. Sorry, my bad. I could tell you about the ending. Yeah, so Dan doesn't want to see it, so he had his friend just spoil it for him. Yeah, I just want to know what happens. And you don't want to watch it, though? No. not Nothing to do with the movie. I just don't want to watch any movie. But sometimes I just want to know how it ends, and I know. That's so exciting. I, know, I also know how Oppenheimer ends. <laughs> nobody don't spoil, spoil that one. Yeah, nobody will spoil that one for me. <laughs> I do have a friend, though, who, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, Christopher Nolan, greatest person of all yeah. time. She took her Instagram story this weekend to make it known that she thinks Christopher Nolan is terrible. Oh. Oh, interesting. Well, Ava uh, Max is here. <laughs> We're letting Ava Max through. She's giving us a call via her AMP account. Hello, Miss Ava Max. How are you? Oh, my God. Hello. Hi, sis. Thanks for doing this. Oh, my God. Of course. I'm happy to hear your voice again. How are you doing? How's everyone? It is so mutual. We are doing pretty well. Doing pretty well. Not as good as you. Congratulations on, a, you know, the Barbie movie Sing, sis. That's massive. Oh, thank you. I'm just so happy with the outcome of that record and everything in the movie. Can you break down that process for me and what it was, like, really like? Uh, bringing something to life. Uh, I mean, out of nothing. Choose your fighter. By the way, is the record. Uh, but but the, and little fun fact. It's you have a record before this one called "Not Your Barbie Girl." That was a you know your own single. Uh, so there's a little tie there. But how does this actually come to be? I mean, I I'm just like a big Barbie fan, you know. So like when I was younger, I had a Barbie dream house. I had Barbies and I loved Barbie. So when I heard they were doing a Barbie movie, I heard about it like a year, I think ago, a year ago. And I called my A&R, Brandon Davis at Atlantic Records. And I told him, I said, listen, I have to be on the soundtrack. Like whatever you can do, I, I have to be on the soundtrack. Like I'm obsessed with the Barbie movie, um, but like that they're making a Barbie movie. And he was like, okay, like for sure. So like a year, I've been manifesting this for like a year. <laughs> wow. Wow. So did you write this record for them or did they pull one of your records that was already out and about? No, I wrote this record for the Barbie movie. And um, literally within two hours, um, we finished it. And uh, it was interesting because I was getting ready to go on tour. So I didn't have any time. I had just a few hours in that day. And um, Mark Robson was on Zoom and he showed us the, the scene 
that we were going to do. And so we just kind of got really inspired, you know. I'm, I'm really happy with how it came out. I think it was like one of the easiest songs I've ever written because of just Barbie in general. She's so inspiring. That's really incredible. So you, you get a chance to watch this watch this scene, right? I mean, how many times do you get a chance to watch it? I watched, it? like, the whole movie. What, you watched the whole movie before I mean, you made the song? I mean, I watched, like, the whole movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's sick. That is really cool. Are you taking notes? What are you looking for? What, what, like, what, what, what pieces of the story are you taking to kind of craft any song as a writer? I mean, I think for me, I'm very, uh, it's the visual has to match the lyrics sometimes for me. Well, not sometimes, most times. And so for me, it's, it was very important to make sure like when you were watching the Barbie movie, you really felt like also listening to the song, you felt like it connected and that it felt like a Barbie soundtrack movie, not just another pop song, you know? A hundred percent. What was it like working with Mark Ronson? He's cool. I mean, on Zoom, like, we talked, and I love that he's been, like, doing this whole album. I mean, he's so brilliant, and I think um, he demolished, he freaking killed it. Like, he made it incredible, this whole thing. So I think he really knew what to do for this, and I'm, I'm happy that Greta trusted him. Like, w- the biggest difference between crafting a song for, for a movie and crafting a record for yourself, is there one? Um, it really, for me, I'm all about energy. Like it has to flow. If it doesn't flow, like, honestly, like if I couldn't write a good song to the scene, I wouldn't have like tried 50 times. I would have just been like, oh, maybe it's not meant to be. Maybe I'm not meant to be on the Barbie soundtrack. But the fact that this song was made within two hours and then Greta heard it and Greta loved it. And we shouldn't ask for any changes or marks. They loved it. And I was like, holy cow. Like, okay, cool. We nailed that. So I think for me, it's all about like, the right place, the right time, energy. I don't like forcing music, you know? I think uh, if you feel it, you feel it. If you don't, you don't, you know? 100%. I, I mean, but is there anything that you've taken from this creative process that you're going to carry with you moving forward when you make music forever after? Uh, well, you know, as you know, Zach, I love making empowering female anthems. So <laughs> I don't think those are ever ending, but... <laughs> I think I think this process has really got me excited to do more soundtracks. Like I'm ready to do more soundtracks. I love it so much. Beautiful. Well, I'm gonna listen to uh, "Choose Your Fighter" right now. We're gonna play it in a sec, and I'm gonna be that guy, and I'm gonna admit that I haven't seen the Barbie movie yet. So, can you describe it to me without giving it away? It's emotional. It's it's just uh, it's just female empowering. It's incredible. I mean, it's motivating. I think I think you need to see it. Oh, I will see it. And it's going to be uh, on demand very soon, right? Soon, Cameron? What September is it? 5th. September 5th. So set that oh, date that's in coming right Yeah, it's coming like two weeks or something. Pretty impressive. Well, also, by the way, the the Barbie album available to stream on Amazon Music. Ava Max, I appreciate you. Really, truly. Thanks for taking the time today and like hopping on and giving us the insight to this record. Oh, because uh, Thank you, Zach. It, I, I, the song is special. Um, with or without the movie. So it's an incredible song no matter what. I'm excited to see it in context. Thank you so much, Zach. And always amazing talking to you. So. Appreciate you beyond. Have a beautiful night, Ava Max. We'll talk to you soon. 
If you thought yesterday's show was bad, wait till you hear this. Leave your thoughts in the comments, please. Mm. Zach Sang Show. Yo, beautiful human. Zach Sang Show coming to you live on this beautiful Monday, doing a little Barbie listening party. Uh, Barbie the movie. The album's pretty sweet. Mark Ronson bringing it all together. Mm-hmm. We got three of the artists who are on the album hanging out with us tonight. We just hung out with Ava Max. And now we welcome to the show once again, Gail. Hey. Gail. Please unmute yourself, sis. Hi. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I'm doing so good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. It's an honor to be with you on this beautiful Monday. Thanks. Oh my gosh, stop it. A glorious Monday it is. No, this is a big deal, this Barbie movie, right? Like, it, it is big. It is massive. It's historic. It's broken every record. So what is it like supplying a vital record to this story? You know, it's it's really interesting seeing, like, the success of Barbie and having it affect me in any way whatsoever. Like, that's so weird. Like, I am I was watching the Barbie movie, and I was at the premiere, and it was so cool. I've never been to a movie premiere before. Um, I, I, I had never been to a movie premiere to the point where I asked if you watch a movie, if you watch the movie at the movie premiere. Um, <laughs> the answer is yes. I, I just, <laughs> yes, I, I've, I've now found that out. And I remember watching this movie, and then I, I mean, shout out to my song, my song, the instrumental of the song plays for about 10 seconds and it's a glorious 10 seconds. Um, I was very happy <laughs> I was watching it and I was just like, this is insane. Like I made this in my friend's basement and now it's just like in, in the movie and on the album. And obviously I'm such a big fan of all of the artists. And so to be on a project with all of these incredible artists, I mean, I saw the track listing and I was like, why am I here? Like, what is happening? Like, what is this? And so it's, it's really cool to like see the success of the movie and um, to see everything it's doing. And I love what the movie stand for stands for and the overall message of everything. I mean, I grew up watching every Barbie movie ever. So to have my song on the soundtrack is like insane. So this was a song that was done and I guess they heard the instrumental and they sunk it up. So basically like, I feel like there's just a lot of like, there's a lot of buzz around the Barbie movie and the fact that people are trying to like get songs on the soundtrack. And basically I just kind of asked if I could like audition. And so I got Mark's number and he was texting me and he asked me to try out to do like a bedroom pop, like or more like a bedroom pop punk alternative version of Butterfly by Crazy Town. Mm. And I was like, I literally have no idea how to please a musical god like Mark Ronson, um, but I'm going to try my best. And so I just like made something random and I sent it to him and he asked me to do the complete opposite. <laughs> so then I did that. And then he told me that he missed what I did before. And so then I did a combo of the two and I sent it to him and I was just like, Hey, let me know if you want me to like change any of this up. Like, just let me know. And then a couple of weeks later they were like, Oh, we put it in the movie. And I was like, Oh my God, this is insane. Like, what do you want me to change to, you know, like I want to change all these things. And then they're like, no, it's locked to picture. And I was like, what, what, what like, what, what do you mean? They're like, no, we, yeah, we just put the song in the movie and then I had no clue what they put in until I went and saw the movie and then I was like oh okay because I was stressing out I was like oh my god I just sent him this demo and you put it in the movie because I reworked it a little bit for the soundtrack but I literally I had no idea what was going to play in the movie and then it was the instrumental and I was like shout out shout out to that pretty sick it is, like, having any hand in that and that process is pretty wild like 
to work with Mark Ronson on something like that and to get notes from him, what is that really like? Well, also, like, I was doing rehearsals for the Taylor tour as I was going into the studio for auditioning for Barbie. And so I would go to the studio in the morning and I'd try and, like, write something and then I'd send it to Mark and then I'd go into rehearsals for Taylor almost about to throw up because I'm so anxious. Like I have no idea how to play stadiums and I'm trying to get my set together. And then Mark would send me notes. And after I'd be done rehearsing, I'd go back to my friend's studio and we just finished the song out. And we did that for about a week straight. Um, and it was really, I was really nervous. I was nervous all the time just because it's Mark Ronson and you know, the deadlines are really quick. And that's just kind of how sync is when you're getting, you're trying to get your song synced. Like it just goes back and forth and you kind of need to make, cause he would be like, like no rush, but also I do need it within 24 hours. And I'm like, mm-hmm, uh-huh. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so it was so nerve wracking. I was so terrified the whole time, but I mean, he's such a God, he's such a genius. He had really cool ideas and I am really happy with what we collaborated and made together. And what did we learn from being on the road with Taylor Swift? Oh my God. So many things. One, like she's just such a good person and is really kind and thoughtful and supportive of every single person around her. And I think it's just, for me personally, it's just cool to see how she treats everyone around her with such respect and like goes out of her way to help people. Um, I would say too, like she does a really great job at pacing herself and moving across the stage. Like within the first three or four songs, she hasn't walked all over the stage and gone everywhere. Like everything is very planned out and it's really cool to see. And even just the way she like, moves her arms and walks it's just different than when you were to do in like smaller venues and just see a person like play stadiums like multiple nights in a row and play a three and a half hour show like it's it's so cool to see and she's such an athlete and also the surprise songs like it's really cool that she put something new into her set that's a personal experience for every single show so everybody leaves the show being like oh my god i remember this show because you sang this song that wasn't played at the other shows and it creates a special bonding moment for everybody watching her and it's special for her too i don't know it's it's really cool so i learned i learned so much um but yeah i've learned to start running on a treadmill or something because oh my god she she is doing the impossible like that's ridiculous unhuman it is wild to just watch and i didn't go but i would watch the videos on tiktok she's incredible god it's insane and i also went on tour with pink as well and she's nuts sprinting i don't know why these women let me open up for them because i'm out of breath in my 20 minutes set being like you're about to see a lot more athletic people <laughs> i don't know why i'm here but i'm here somehow you're about to watch pink scale a building so literally I actually do a backflip in the middle of a stadium like <laughs> like how inhuman inhuman and then her kids are just watching her on stage just like seeing their mom just do a backflip casual Run on, she runs on a treadmill and sings like it's crazy that is nuts. Is there any song from this Barbie album that means the most to you? Outside of your own? I mean, What Was I Made For is insane. Is insane. I have loved Billy for years, and she's been a young person in music, and I think she really inspired, like, a new generation of young kids to try and, like, be creative and pave their own way in music, and I know I've definitely found her, like, very, very inspiring. Um, obviously, I love... Um, Barbie World, Nicki Minaj and I Spice. Mm. Like, come on, excuse me. Speed Drive by Charlie XCX. I adore Charlie XCX. I actually saw her open up for Taylor Swift when I was 14 
And I went to the Reputation tour and I fell in love with Charlie XCX and her song Boys. I was just absolutely, absolutely obsessed with. Um, And then Haim, obviously. I I adore Haim. They're all incredible, such incredible like players and performers and watching them opening up for them and Taylor and watching them play. It's been it's been so, so sick. And of course, Tame Impala and Dominic Fike, like being on a soundtrack with the two of them, like excuse all of these people, like that's ridiculous. <laughs> what does it look like that? That's ridiculous. That that's that's not human. That's what And it only exists on Barbie the album, which you can stream on Amazon Music and you can grab Barbie on demand when September fifth? Yes. Yes. Thanks for having me here. You know it's always an honor and I already checked some talking to you once off my list, but I'd love to do it over and over again. Yeah, when you got that freaking album out or what EP, whatever you got, we're always here. Really, always and forever. Thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate you, Gail. Sorry, I have an agenda of what we're going to talk about on the show, but I don't know where it is. Zach Sang Show. Callie's on the line. Callie with three eyes. An icon. Area codes is one of my favorite. Please unmute yourself. Callie, everybody, coming right. through. I can feel it. Here we go. And I can feel it. By the way, we are just hanging out, listening to music from Barbie the Album, which you can stream Barbie the Movie on September 5th. Hell yeah. Get excited. Hi, everyone. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you guys? Uh, you know, living, having a great Monday, you know? Living, living. But not, I mean, you are thriving, Sis, congratulations on absolutely everything. Thank you so much. Yes, I'm I'm loving Mondays right now too. I'm on a call with y'all. We about to get into it. No, you uh yeah, you're living a really crazy reality. Area codes, uh, I mean, it is so good. Uh, very good. Just incre- just an incredible all around record. Plus, you have the Barbie Dreams record. You're on that with fifty fifty. Can you just explain how that feature comes about? Uh, yeah, I think really it was just like destiny and manifesting, honestly, because like I love Barbie, especially as a little girl. And I feel like 50 and me were both going up at the same time, and, like especially on TikTok. And like, I feel like we were taking over in different like what is the word? Not categories, but like different um, genres. You know what I mean? So for us to come together, it just kind of happened naturally. You are right. Like you both are really owning the algorithm right now. You've taken what it means to, to to make music democratically to a whole new level. Do they send you the song finished? Do you know that you're going to get on a song somewhere? You just don't know where you're going to lend a feature? How'd that work? Um, They sent me the song with 5050. Like, my team was like, hey, would you like to do a song with them? I'm like, yeah. Like, this just makes sense. I already wanted to, like, explore you know, different genres. And I, I really didn't care who was with, I'm on the bar, I'm on the Barbie soundtrack. Like that's honestly, like I, I was just, you know, living in the moment because it was just so surreal just to be even a part of that. It's so many artists, you know, I feel like they could have chosen to like want to be a part of the record. So honestly, when they sent me the record, I'm like, yes, let's do it. 50, 50 sounds great. Yeah. What is your writing process like when you're specifically crafting a feature? Um, really, I just, I listen to, I listen to the feet, the, the record, you know, and just, you know, ask myself like, okay, how do I want to come? I definitely want to come different and bring like a different vibe to any record that I get on. And I just, 
I sit there thinking, I write, and I'm usually in the studio by myself and my engineer. Um, I don't like a lot of people in the studio with me just because I feel like it kind of like distracts me a, a little bit. But yeah, I just listen to the record and get to jotting. And when you're crafting a song just for you, are you crafting to production always or do you come up with a story that you want to tell? Um, sometimes it's both, you know, um, sometimes it's with production. I feel like when I hear the beat, I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I know what I'm going to say. Like, I know how I need to come. And then sometimes I've like maybe heard a story from my friend or something that I'm going through. And I like with area codes, I wrote that first, you know, without the beat. So just kind of like a me just having fun in that moment. Like I got something to say. That's kind of funny, you know, that's fucking awesome. That's really, really cool. Yeah, and how everything was written it was like literally like me bang on the table, like you know. So what? So that really just came from nothing, like just a story that you needed to tell. Yes. So how do you feel the need to duplicate that type of process moving forward? Um, I mean, I do it sometimes. So like, I feel like since it it, it works with area codes, I definitely will you know continue to have that process, and if it works, it works. Yeah, that's wild. So when you're writing, like, that's really interesting too. Like I've never really, I've heard so many different strategies as it relates to rapping, right? Like some people go in and they mumble, some people take a beat and they just figure it out. But like to write it, to just write it and then figure out a beat on a, on a table, that's so fucking cool. Yeah, I feel like with area codes, it just took me back to like when I was in school with my friends and stuff. And then that's why I did the video, how I did the video in school, because like we would be at lunch, like banging on the table and like um, rapping at lunch and stuff like that. So it just kind of took me there. That's sick. That is such a such a beautifully organic and genuine way to make music and to like, like, like what a great origin to a story. Yes. Sick. So, okay, how do you make music now? Because I'm assuming people want to work with you, right? Like, people must be hitting you up for features, sending you beats. What is it like now? Well, it's definitely going crazy with the features. I, a lot of artists are definitely hitting me up. Um, I'm definitely down for a lot of collabs and stuff. But right now, I'm just really focusing on my my music and getting ready to drop my tape. But I really use all kinds of process. Sometimes I'm in there and I need me a tequila shot and some hookah. <laughs> and it just depends on how it comes out, you know? Like, I'll go in there and I'll mumble some stuff. It just depends on how I'm feeling the beat or if I just, like, let me start from scratch. Let me start with nothing, like how I did with area codes. Or do I sit there and listen to a beat first and start writing? So I really do. I really do everything. I just, it just depends on the day. Depends on the day. How do you know what you're going to do and how you want to handle the studio session? And how often are you getting into the studio? Oh, I'm, I'm always in the studio. I, I feel like I live in the studio. I mean, right now I, I've been everywhere, but the studio just because of area codes, like going crazy right now. Um, but before then I was, I was always in the studio and I'm definitely about to get back in. But, um, like I said, sometimes I just, I'm in there vibing with myself, like tequila shot and a hookah. <laughs> and it's like, however it got me feeling like if I'm feeling good or if I'm like in my feelings, you know, it just, it depends. <laughs> oh, I love your energy. You really are. Uh, you're giving superstar sis. So, you know, keep going. You're fucking Thanks. awesome. Um, is there a favorite record of yours off this album from the Barbie movie? Um, I would say my favorite is definitely Barbie World with uh, Nikki and Ice Spice. Mm. And I really want to work with Ice Spice in the future, so I feel like she killed that. We're both on the Barbie soundtrack. It's like the inevitable. 
Let's manifest. Listen to, listen to Zach live Monday through Friday on AMP.